Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a podcast that inspires photographers and visual artists who live their best creative lives. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host and a full-time photographer here to give you some tools so you can build your life in creative self-employment. Beyond that, I get to sit down with an amazing community of creative professionals to talk about process, business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So let's get to it. Entrepreneur Season 2, kicking off next. Good day to you, folks. Welcome to the show. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host, and we are kicking off Episode 67 of Entrepreneurs in Season 2. Now, at the time of this recording, we're just about to hit mid-April, which means we are obviously in tax time in the United States. And if you've been freelancing for a little bit of time now, you're probably pretty accustomed to the routine of paying quarterly tax estimates. But for those of you who are not familiar with it at all, then don't worry, this episode's for you. Maybe you're just getting started in freelancing. Maybe you're getting out of a nine to five for the last several years. Maybe you're graduating college. Maybe you've just been ignoring these concepts altogether, and that's totally fine. Whatever it is, let's put all that aside and get to know the basics of quarterly tax estimates. Now, the great thing is, before you start pulling your hair out, this is not overly complex. You do not need a 160 IQ to understand the basic premise behind quarterly payments. So don't be afraid. We're going to go slow on this. In this episode, I'm just going to tell you what quarterly estimates are and who needs to pay them. That's it. And if you're especially geeked out about this topic, like you want more, and I presume some of you might, uh, I will be launching a part two to this episode next week, where I'm going to be talking about how to calculate what you owe in quarterlies and how to set up that system so that you're prepared to pay them. All right, so I'm going to do my best to keep it very basic today. I don't want to bog down this episode with a whole lot of math, with a whole lot of numbers. Um, I just want to get you to grasp the big picture first before we go any further. And of course, full disclosure, I am no tax professional. That goes without saying. Uh, what I say from this point on should not really be seen as any legal professional tax advice. Okay, If you have any questions about your specific business, about your next steps, your needs, uh, I strongly suggest consulting a true tax professional who not only understands your business, but also just in general, individual sole proprietorship and contract work. So with that being said, let's get to it. Let's make sense out of quarterly taxes. All right. The first question is, why do people pay quarterly estimates? All right, so I wanted to start out with the why question first because I actually think it sets the scene a little bit better. It just makes sense knowing why you're doing something before you get into the how you do something, okay? So in the US, we have a pay-as-you-go system when it comes to taxes, which means as you earn income throughout the year, taxes must be paid on that income. Now, employees or W-2s will pay taxes by a process called withholding, which is the amount of federal income tax withheld from your paycheck. In other words, when you receive your paycheck, taxes already have been taken out. 
which might actually be my favorite aspect of being an employee because you have less to manage. Now, there are going to be several instances where you might earn or receive income where taxes are not withheld. For example, interest, dividends, alimony, prizes, awards, capital gains, and of course, self-employment income, which is what we're going to be focusing on today. And if you do happen to receive income where taxes are not withheld, it is your responsibility to submit your tax payments consistently throughout the year. Now, if it were just left up to an honor system for us freelancers to abide by, then chances are the government would never get their money. And the IRS knows this full well, which is why they have set up quarterly deadlines for you to submit. So as you earn your income throughout the year, they ensure that they get their cut too. Question number two is what are quarterly estimates comprised of? All right, your estimates are comprised of a combination of taxes. The first one is self-employment tax, which I have already discussed in episode 42 as the combination of social security and Medicare tax. And that is going to be about 15.3 of your gross income at the time of this recording. The second tax is income tax, which in this country is a progressive tax based on how much you make and essentially how you file. As in, are you filing as a single person? Are you married filing jointly? Are you marrying filing separately, et cetera, et cetera. And you've maybe heard someone say that they fall into either a 12% tax bracket or a 22% tax bracket, 24% tax bracket. That's what this is referring to. And so your income tax rate will depend very much on what your household ultimately brings in. Now, important to note that income tax can be applied both on a federal level and potentially on the state level, depending on where you live. So there's nine current states in the U.S. that do not have state income tax. So kudos to you if you happen to live in either Alaska, Florida, Nevada, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, or Wyoming. That's one little area where you're going to be saving over the rest of us. So to consolidate what estimates are comprised of, it is the combination of Social Security, Medicare, and income tax. And we're going to go over how to calculate that in part two next week. Question number three is who pays quarterly taxes? All right, so per the IRS, taken directly from their site, any individuals, including sole proprietors, partners, S corporation shareholders, generally have to make estimated tax payments if they expect to owe taxes of $1,000 or more when their return is filed. All right, so if you're dabbling on the side with small gigs, if you're bringing in just a couple thousand bucks each year on side hustles, you won't need to send in quarterly estimates. You'll obviously still have to pay taxes on those earnings, but you won't be subject to paying your share each few months. But if you do expect to owe $1,000 or more in taxes on your freelancing income, even if you had a full-time job already, you'll need to send in quarterly estimates for your side business. Question number four, when are quarterly taxes owed? So quarterly deadlines are actually pretty consistent about the same schedule every year, a day or two notwithstanding. Um, They are not spread out perfectly even over every three months. I'm not entirely sure why they elected to do this, but it is what it is. So just know that you'll have a little bit more spacing in some areas and not so much spacing in the other areas. So Q1, for instance, is April 15th. That's your first deadline of the year, okay? Q2 deadline is June 15th, all right? So that one sneaks up on people. That's just two months after the Q1 deadline. After that, you have Q3, which is on September 15th. So that's three months after Q2. So you get a little bit more time there. And Q4 is January 15th of the next year, about four months after Q3 deadline. So it's not very even, but it is predictable because they keep the dates pretty much the same every single year. Okay, so that's April, June, September, and January. Pretty much the middle of each month is your deadline to pay your estimates. Question number five, what happens if I don't pay? All right, so I'm just gonna pull this directly from the IRS website. It states that if you don't pay enough tax through withholding and estimated tax payments, you may be charged a penalty. 
You may also be charged a penalty if your estimated tax payments are late, even if you are due a refund when you file your tax return. You may also have to pay a penalty for underpayment of estimated tax. Now, they do go on to say that generally most taxpayers will avoid this penalty if they either owe less than $1,000 in tax after subtracting their withholdings and credits, or if they paid at least 90% of the tax for their current year, or 100% of the tax shown on the return for the prior year, whichever is smaller. So to make a long story short, if you basically don't pay on time, you're going to end up paying more in the long run. All right, so that is really all I'm going to keep this episode to, folks. Hopefully that was simple enough to follow. If you're just getting into freelancing, or if you see this as something that you plan on doing down the road, just understand that the paychecks that you get as a freelancer, whether it's from a couple getting married whose wedding you photographed, or for a corporate client whom you filled out a W-9 for, the end result is still the same. That check does not have taxes withheld. And so that burden to pay as you go is going to fall solely on your shoulders. All right, so talk to a tax professional if you need more clarification on your specific business. I'll link the IRS page on estimated taxes in the show notes. And tune in next week if you want to know more about calculating estimated taxes, how to pay them, and where to pay them. All right, so thanks for tuning in, everybody, and supporting the content. Hit the like and subscribe button. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks, and I will see you guys next week. What's up, entrepreneurs? Thank you for tuning in and making it all the way to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed the content you just listened to, hit subscribe and tune in again next week. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Entrepreneurs Pod for updates, promos, and giveaway contests that we run throughout the year. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our really cool website, EntrepreneursPod.com. It's a great resource for you to download informational PDFs and booklets, access discount codes from our amazing affiliates, and read what our audience is up to on our community blog. For now, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, supporting the show, and being a part of this journey. This is Michael Durr signing off for now, Entrepreneurs Season 2. Let's go. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First-time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.